everyone I know, two days is pretty much the maximum limit to interact yeah. with me straight. Yeah, no, there's a, there's a there's a hard cutoff. That's why like seeing you more than twice a week becomes like very uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, that's why we only we only really st- that's why we stopped going to modern. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not because you know you you were a little salty about combos not working. Well, that I was poor. And in order to deal with you for more than two days a week, I clearly need to develop a drinking problem. And since I couldn't buy alcohol... I see, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that actually makes a lot of sense, considering, like, every time we go into the car, it's a podcast-worthy conversation. And you know, really, the only time we can have a podcast-worthy conversation is, is if we're, like, intoxicated. For example, the one where I drank a meat and I got really salty at Hanzo's, that was... You were very angry. I don't understand. And then we got really stupid giggly by saying, ah, Hanzo, and then auto-lock Genji. <laughs> and then yelling, brother! Brother? Dear brother? A poor fucker. <laughs> we joined up. He wanted this. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he must have thought we were hilarious, and then we just fucking tanked the rest of the game. Genji, oh, lock in, Hanzo. Bow, bow. Just, just as an addendum. I don't get Consoles can do everything, but they choose to do nothing. <laughs> that's why. That's why. That's a great description of it. Yeah. Okay. Consoles can go wherever the fuck they want. They can do massive amount of damage in very short amount of time. If there's a hallway, by God, they will spam it. They can see where you are coming, but what do they do? They stand there and they shoot as if they were a Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't add on to that. Like, that's, that's, that's exactly that's... what they do. It's just, okay, imagine the TF2 sniper, right? Uh-huh, imagine uh-huh, it, uh-huh. like, and then, and then the huntsman came along. Now, the TF2 sniper acted more traditionally like Widowmaker. Because they had to zoom in their shots, they had to charge up, and they're the only class that can do headshots. And then the huntsman, uh, the, the huntsman came. Everyone got pissed at the huntsman, because not only were snipers using it from long range, but their hitbox was so fucking wonky, much like in fucking Overwatch, um, that more often than not, it's an unfair headshot, one-hit kill. However, Huntsman snipers have one quality, and that bad Huntsman snipers will act like they're just snipers. Huntsman yeah. snipers are not snipers. They yeah. are fucking... They, they're essentially just, like, slower scouts. If you don't have to scope in, suddenly you have, like, phenomenal amounts of mobility. And yet they just don't do it. They're like, oh, I want two for it. There's some dudes over there shooting at me. I gotta shoot at them. But I have my bow and arrow. I better get to a good position, maybe. To sh- oh, no, I'm just gonna stand here on this sniper perch. Here's the thing. Twang. You know, you, as, as a huntsman sniper, you could solo take the intelligence if you were smart enough and the enemy team was dumb as a brick. But, like, that's the exact same thing that should happen as Hanzo, where you are the man with even more, like, fuck nominal mobility. And yet you just you choose not to use it. You can climb up walls. That is the best. Could yes. you imagine if fucking Zarya could climb up walls? <laughs> could you imagine if Bastion can climb up walls? I mean, to be fair, I have a really, really high win percentage with just playing Battle Symmetra. So, like, if I was playing Hanzo, I would just play Battle Hanzo, not be fucking Sniper Hanzo. That's that's his point. That's his thing. Like, Widowmaker has to stand seven towns away in order to be effective, and that's that's her that's her class. She can. Well, like, she can zoom in, she, if she has a wide open field, she can go like, oh, there's a dude, bang, oh, there's a dude, bang, oh, look, a choke point, oh, there's a dude, bang. Hanzo is just like, that's a choke point, we're gonna go around the choke point, and then we're gonna snipe, and oh, they saw me, I guess I'm gonna go back to the choke point where my fucking team is. I hate them. I haven't played Overwatch since then, although. <laughs> I, I, it's been a while since I've actually played Overwatch. Pubka, though. Mm. Pubka's, Pubka's the hot shit. I'm having withdrawal. I'm having withdrawal. It's been a couple days since I played PUBG. 
Oh, yeah, you do work. Quote, unquote. Split vodka. I just do a lot of things with my life. <laughs> I mean, me too, but you don't see me doing them. Right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Right? Almost. I almost let that one slip. I'll never... I'll never not let myself work down the fact that I have lots of ambition, but no drive to do it all. I have... I, I just have to wait now. I've, I've, I've done my part. I just gotta fucking... Like, Somebody, please give me a job that isn't what I have right now. <laughs> sleep, sleep, sleep is the disbenefit of my job right now. Let's uh, all right. Well, so yes, I started. I started work Friday. I work where Beard works. Yay! So I, it's miserable. I don't work with Beard at all. He's in a different time zone, in a different team, in a different section. I might as well just world. be like. I might as well just be Tyler at that point. You are no. You're you, like just because we live in the same area, roughly, doesn't mean we're roommates. Pretty much. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, it's not cool. I don't like call centers. I really do not like call centers. You shouldn't like call centers. No, no one should really like call. If you work at a call center, yeah, you could be there for customer service. Yeah, you could like helping people, but there are a billion different things you could do besides call centers. So like recently I, I, I have a good diatribe on call centers. So you get a shit job. You're like 16, 17, you start you start, like, stocking shit at night at Sobeys. You start fucking, like, um, flipping burgers. At... I mean, you've got to start somewhere. Gotta yeah, get yeah, that work yeah, ethic going. Yeah, 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 yeah you, you, you start somewhere, you start building up the portfolio, you know, like, I was willing to do work that's kind of shit. But you understand that it's kind of shit, and you're like, you know what? Can't wait to go to school. Like, I'm, I'm going to go to school. I'm going to go do something with myself. That's, that's the, like, the lowest tier job. Other than that's the that's that's make some allowance money so I can go spend it on stuff that I want as uh, an adult. Other than I think the lowest of tier jobs is being a janitor or somebody who works in the kitchen at a school who like is not a trained professional. Because if you're working as an untrained janitor in a school where people are bettering themselves in order to become trained professionals, that's just like everyone in the whole building is giving you the finger. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing, though. If they were trained, like, if they were professionals inside, I, I guess that's just showing how little we actually pay our fucking the education staff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if there were professional fucking janitors and shit, it, <laughs> it, could be, it could be that time where the janitor is, like, a wise old sage and the cook can actually, like, make something other than fucking toast. Or, like, it was just, gravy on a bun. It was just really sad to, like, walk around school and see these people, like, cleaning stuff. And I'm like, I'm here... Because, like getting my engineering, you're here picking up a banana peel off the ground. <laughs> I mean, someone's got to pick up that fucking banana peel. I, I get that. I gotta, <laughs> gotta pick that grape up off the ground, but still, right? It's 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 just a sad thing. But anyway, so yeah, there's there's the low tier jobs of McDonald's, Sobeys, and stuff where you realize, you know what? I gotta go back to school. Or I gotta do something in my life. But then, like the tier after that is 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 call center jobs. I will agree, and call center ta- okay, call center jobs initially are attractive. Why? Because they offer paying more for essentially just doing little office work and easy talking, as talking fuck to people. get. Yeah. Like you don't actually need anything. Like the uh the, the maximum amount of work you need to get a call center job is if you're doing IT. And IT really you can bullshit past no matter where you are. I was told I was overqualified, and then they're like, well, we still need people, so uh, let's go do an interview. I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, they're desperate to fill seats. They oh, yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, no, I, I don't really have an excuse for that. It's just that, oh, hey, we need seats filled because our ret- like our job retention rate, although according to the call center that we work for, is like relatively high for call centers. 
the job retention is like uber low. Like I, I actually see a vacuum developing in my department in which if one person leaves, another person leaves, and then therefore the web fucking falls apart and many people leave because they just can't stand their fucking management. Yeah. That's the thing about call centers as well. Like you work and then you get offered management job and it's just like, hey, do you want to be a tier two? Well, tier two is essentially just like a, a, a bigger boy version of the job you're doing. Oh, hey, do you want to like lead this group of tier ones and then maybe tier twos in the future? Sweet. But as soon as you take that job, they have you, like, they have you do a ludicrous amount of shit. Oh, because you're dealing with these tier ones, I want to fucking outsource you to a project that doesn't actually have anything to do with the thing you're doing right now, but you're still managing them. Yeah. And then they have, like, a little, like, weird diatribe in which people leave because they can't really deal with it, uh, which is completely fair considering that, oh, hey, I manage one team and now you're asking me to manage three teams, let's not do that. Then now you have one person managing, like, the entire fucking center, and they're overstressed because you refuse to get anyone for them because the call center thinks there's one guy doing it, so we don't need anyone else to do it. I mean, that guy was doing it, so what if he leaves? Now you have a vacuum of people that just don't know what the fuck they're doing anymore because one guy is trained for everything and no one's trained for anything. What's great is that guy will probably leave and then go to a different call center. Because See, I know have... that. We, we, we talked to that guy. We talked to that guy... Like, at 1 in the morning last night, even though he was supposed to leave at, like, 10, because a project completely fucking broke down. Oh, good. It was actually, like, it, it was actually part of uh, a fucking huge company for, for a call center, like, because that, that company kind of broke down, and, like, they're, they're fig- like, something happened, right, and their service was just completely shut off. We have to deal with that as a call center, because one of our projects is that, the company that fucking just died for a second. Yeah. Uh, and of course the apocalypse fucking happened where we had thousands of calls. Not me, I just saw the outside of it. Thousands of calls during the day. And that's extremely high for like a group of, I would say about 10 to 12 people to handle. Yeah. So that guy was there trying to pull people in, trying to get overtime up for everybody just to being like, we need this solved ASAP to like let everyone know that nothing is dead. Uh, actually. And, and this guy was like, man. Not only do I have to manage you guys, I have to manage that, and then that, and that. And if I leave... He essentially stated, I'm thinking about leaving, and if I leave, it's not going to be any good, because I'm the only person that actually, like, knows a whole lot of deal about everything. So, yeah, that's a call center job. I, like, call center jobs pull in the people who don't have the highest of education. Yep. They are desperate for a job. Mm-hmm. Like me. Um... They'll, they pretty much hire anyone and any, like, everyone and anyone who understands, like, basic English and can pick up a phone. Because they're desperate for money. And they pay higher than minimum wage, generally. Because, like, oh, you know, we can attract people with that. And then we get, then, then you get into the call center job. You're like, alright, cool, I'm making a bit extra money than I was at the superstore job. And then there's a whole bunch of, like, alright, every other week there's, like, a donut day, or a cake day, or, you know what, here's this little incentive here, or you can put your name in this draw when a week's paid vacation, or... Uh, one, one project actually had cakes, like, you, you don't know the amount of cakes. One month I counted probably, like, a dozen cakes. I don't... I... A dozen cake days, just outside of the normal, like, here's a fucking donut day, get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, so, like, and uh, I know, uh, like, 
ton of these call centers do exactly the same thing where they just incentive, 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 incentive. And then it keeps the people who are there being like, no, I really like this job. You know, 12 bucks an hour is really great or like 13 bucks an hour or whatever the hell they're making because like the call center is, is a very small width of being able to move around from one pay scale to the next. And even then, when you move to the next pay scale, it's not that drastic. I mean, all right. I feel as though call centers, if we're talking about our tiered system, is like the the trap. It's like oh, like it is a, like yeah. No, if if I had to show, imagine to yourself an inverted bell curve, like an upside down bell curve. Yeah. Where at the top, on the far left hand side, is your shit service jobs. Where you the 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 the, the level on the left hand side of this graph is, uh, I want to do better with myself. Yeah. And then you get to a call center job, and then it just drops. And Real then you fast. have to, like, steep climb. Because here's the thing about call center jobs is that they demand so much of your attention that if you do anything else, you're kind of, like, distracted and that it reflects on your fucking calls. So, like, if yep. you're planning on leaving, you have to apply for another job, which you have to do on your own time. Yep. Call center uh, hours are, like, fucky at best. Yeah, so you also need to go to interviews somehow between your, like, weird hours. And, of course, you have no, like, you can't have any time off <laughs> because for whatever reason, call center jobs, despite paying, like, a little bit more... And, like, literally just being at your desk talking to people. Uh, if you call it sick, not, not specifically this one, I don't think, because they just really don't care. A lot of call centers just don't care. But a lot of the tougher call centers, uh, ones that actually, like, track your fucking progress to the second, yeah, um, they will not allow you to take any leisure time. Nope. So sometimes sometimes you aren't willing to climb out of that hole. Like, I want to do a better, like, do, do it, something better with my life. It kind of scares you in a way. Yeah. It, and, it keeps and, you intimidated to keep you there because, like, oh, they now value me because, like, oh, if I don't do this, then, like, things go down, so I must be important to the team. In some people's cases, that is that is how they perceive it. And then, like, other people are just, like, again, where do you have the time? Because you work, and then they're like, oh, you can work for four hours more for $5 extra, and that's like, oh, that's a good deal, why not, blah, 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 blah. And then you think, wow. I mean, that's 20 bucks an hour. Why would I want to start something at, like, 18 and then have a higher pay grade after? I don't mm. know. It's 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 a weird situation if you do, do join a call center like Hivemind. And then on top of that, there's the whole, like, get your friends to sign up. I didn't even know there was a sign-up bonus. I just threw your name down in my application, so they're like, it's, yeah. It's, that, that, that kind of shows how Hivemindy it is. It's yeah, just exactly. Like, get your friends. Get, trap them in that web so we can give you $150 for their internal servitude. Like, you just sold out someone's soul for 150 bucks. Yeah, if if you have a bunch of friends who have no jobs, you can make more bank getting their ass fucking, like, hired than you, you will in a week. Could you imagine how much money HR must make off of that referral system? Oh, God, like... I wish, okay, I wish I could get my greedy little hands on fucking HR just so I can, like, go to places... And be like, Katie, you want, you want a fucking job? Just the fucking... Mention my name. Yeah, you can get a fucking job. So, <laughs> it's so predatory, like, in that in that regard. And on top of that, like, you first walk into this place, like, on the on the, the floor that you can actually go and visit, because the other floor you need a key card to get to. Yeah. Um, and, like, they have this TV going constantly, and it's just these, like, corporate groups of people dancing and grooving, and why are these people so happy? Oh, they just got their numbers back from some bullshit thing. Woo-wee! <laughs> Dance around! Oh yeah! It's okay. There's also, as you probably noticed, in our specific call center, like, TVs all around saying, like, all here's around. your fucking projected stats, and here's the current project stats. Good job. Or, like, mm, yeah. you could do better. Yeah, here's, here's, here's those TVs that, like, 
now the people who are dis who aren't as disenfranchised as I am about this whole fucking situation see that and go, I need my name up there. I want my I want my name up there, you know? I can get my name up there, people will notice me, I could probably move up to a coach it's position. It's the or least it's it's the least thing. competitive competitive system they've got going. That's another fucking thing I love is we don't have supervisors because you're all adults. Like it's it's not the point. It's not the point of a fucking supervisor. <laughs> Again, it's another way to it, take in those like eighteen to twenty five year olds that are like desperate for a job. You know, the people who just transitioned from teenage to young adult, and they're like, "We'll treat you like an adult, like another, like another, uh, just uh, just another bro. What's up? You know? Yeah, you can have some like coffee and tea for a buck, Jack. <laughs> I do like that though. That is one thing I will say is like a couple bucks for unlimited drinking tea. I just steal the tea bags. I mean, that's fair too. <laughs> it's it's free for me, motherfucker. But even then, like that's it's my the first day there, I had like four old grays, so I've already. I mean, you might as well, right? Exactly. Because <laughs> like there was oh system error. Yeah, you guys take a moment. I'm like fucking yeah, give me some more tea. You're just a fucking tea. I I, I picture you just like shaking, like gotta get my fucking Earl Grey. No, seriously, like if if they aren't gonna pay me what I know I'm worth. You might as well take that equivalent in tea. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bleed them dry on tea bags, motherfuckers. <laughs> Where the fuck's the Earl Grey? Who keeps taking it? You're just like fucking... <laughs> I'm perched up in my chair like a feral animal. Like, hello, welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> and then like someone comes and like, can I have a tea bag? <laughs> hello, yes, yes. <laughs> Hold on, moment, please. Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> We're kind of we're having a system malfunction here. <laughs> but seriously, like, I, mm, I am, I am desperately not happy. So, oh, as as much <clears throat> as you think about the call center uh, and their whole like quote unquote bullshit supervisor system, they're not supervisors. First off, they're coaches. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Like, they're not, they're, you're not supervised because you're an adult. But you've got coaches who. You report to, you ask questions to, they get paid more than you, and are essentially, in a way, you're kind of boss. And they try your calls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they try your calls. That's However, right. I know many of them that just don't fucking care. I'm supposed to have... Uh, okay, every week, because I work night shifts, as, as opposed to, like, getting a side-by-side or, like, uh, i.e. them, The one-on-one like, -on -one things you know, that one -on -one everybody's things. supposed to get, like, every two weeks or something like that. I... Get none of those. Why? Because my coach is a piece of shit. Perfect. <laughs> he cares less than me, and that's impressive. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. In fact, uh, last time when I reported to, uh, the, 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 essentially the, the, the main coach that we have, the only person that actually, like, comes and talks to us at Backshift, uh, I was like, yeah, I haven't gotten my, uh, <laughs> my coaching package in about three months, and he goes, oh, Oh, we're supposed to be doing those every week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still haven't gotten it in a month, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like, yeah, no, so, so yeah, those, those young adults who get in there, and then they, they think it's awesome, and then they don't leave because they don't think that it's, you know, there's anything better, because you're being treated like, you know, you're an adult now, you're, you're out of your parents, they're, they're giving you cake, donuts, and here's some money, and. <laughs> here's an allowance and some cake and donuts. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially the equivalent of uh, your parents wanting you to live at home, and they give you all this incentive, like free juice. Free juice is good. 
God, okay. And they're like, hey, we're going to Dairy Queen, even though we're supposed to be on a non-fucking dairy diet or whatever the fuck. Do you want to score a blizzard? And you're like, fuck yeah, I want to score a blizzard. Who's not going to say no to score blizzards? And they're like, sweet. Now we can just gouge this person's money. It's not my situation, considering that I, I, I've made my choice. Yeah. I love the juice. <laughs> <laughs> they keep buying it, so I'm going to stay. <coughs> so, actually, I, like, I, I, I definitely had that issue when I was working at the warehouse. Because, I mean, I was there for three years before going back. Yeah. Because, at that point, I, I've been moved out for a while. I had to switch from the condo to an apartment with the girlfriend. That was um, a shit show. I was barely making enough to cover all my, like, debts and payments and everything. So I was just struggling to get my feet underneath me. And because my I was struggling to get my feet underneath me, I was terrified to leave my job and find a different one or go back to school because what the fuck's going to happen if I'm already struggling now and then I don't have either a source of income or one that's even less stable than what I have now. So, given that circumstance, I see that in a lot of people that are probably there because one, two, three are like, yeah, I plan on going to school and blank. It's like, yeah, you say that now. Yeah. Uh, one of the girls I was talking to uh, back when we were all, like... Back when I was, because uh, I moved, I was more like, uh, there, there's a huge uh, huge project where I used to work that I was just like planted in the middle of, um, because that's just where we were seated at the time. Like, they, they just like, we, we, we want the fourth floor empty, so you guys on back shift are just going to work on the third floor. I'm like, you know what, that's fine. Um, one of the girls was doing like, uh, essentially the exact same thing. Like, she was just going to school and then lost interest in everything and just like returned to school and shit. And like, she uh, she she expressed worry about like, man, I have to keep working here, and then also killing myself at school, which is getting me like, I, I have a feeling that's why she's so disinterested because she's so fucking overworked from having like a coaching position yep. that she can't like, she was she was being uh she, she had showed really huge interest in like computer science and like that sort of field, <coughs> and that was the only thing that really interested her. But she had absolutely no time to practice because they were keeping keep pushing her on overtime and shit. Like, she's, she's aware. She's like, she's outside the hive mind, I guess. But at the same time, it's exactly the same situation that we're describing and that, oh, I have a lot less time because I work here because they demand more of me for some reason. Yep. It really, like, call centers suck the fucking life out of you. And you don't even realize it's being sucked out of you. Like, the, that, the same thing with the warehouse. I didn't realize how fucking, like, shit life was until I left there and went to school. Especially when I had that summer job. Because I was making mad bank. And I guess if I didn't make that mad bank over the summer, I this this call center would probably look pretty attractive at this point. Yes, very much so. <laughs> However, I am now like an actual se- post secondary education graduate who is waiting on multiple callbacks and or interviews because I got another interview Friday. Ray, clap your hands yeah. for like a. F- I mean, I'm gonna say a fuck ton of money to me because I've never experienced cash that much. <laughs> So it's, it is, it like, now I see what I can be worth, and this call center just fucking sours my ass so hard, man. Like, <laughs> sours your ass. No, like, I, I'm, like, I'm sitting there in the class, and other people are talking about, like, oh, where you been? Oh, trips and stuff. Oh, I came from this place. Oh, and I'm just sitting there quietly fuming, drinking water, or, or fucking, if, cause I ran out of tea and I can't leave. <laughs> and just like, <laughs> Internally screeching, just like, where's my fucking old gray? Yeah, exactly. And, like, I just, I, I do not interact with these people, because I... There are definitely a different breed. Um, 
even in the job that I currently am that attracted a bunch of nerds, there was only, like, a few that I could actually talk to. Yeah. And then there's some that are... It, I, I am convinced are physically insane. Yeah. It's... So, did you have to do a scavenger hunt here when, when you showed up? I took the piss. I just had some tea. <laughs> yeah, we had to do the scavenger hunt, so, like, I got paired up with this really tall, kind... Kinda. Very awkward guy. <laughs> <laughs> But like he, he stop, stop stop comparing people to me. I know. No, okay, like, I, don't, I, I can't no, be the baseline for no, everything. No, no, it worse, 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 worse. Yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. How is that even possible? Right. I'm 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 the man that just like oh hey, there's a new person. Maybe I should greet new person. Now nah, I'm just not never going to remember your name. So I gave I gave like. We had to be partnered up because, like, oh, go do this fucking sort of thing. So I'm like, here, take this clipboard, take the pen and stuff. And then I walk out and, like, start checking a couple things off. And then he's like, oh, you seem to know what you're doing more than me. Here's the clipboard. And I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, let's go to this one. He's like, okay. Oh, let's go to this one. Okay. 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 I'm like, do you have any fucking initiative to yourself? Or is it just me? Do all right, fuck you. I'm doing this whole thing by myself. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to do this. We're going to win. I'm going to drag you from the fucking mud. No, I just, I'm going to push you back in. And I just, like, so fucking, like, approaching anybody there is, like, the worst. Like, I don't care about approaching people, yeah. but everybody in my group that was, like, doing this, like, you have to go talk to, like, one of these people over here and ask them, like, get get their name and what the, what they're on and shit like that. No. I didn't see anybody do that. Here's the thing. That's the weirdest part about call centers is that you're paid to talk to people, but it has the most fucking socially you, awkward You cannot people. interact with these people face-to-face. Right? <laughs> So, like, as soon as I saw somebody stand up from their desk, I just marched over and was like, I need you for a second. <laughs> <laughs> you, here, now. No, seriously, like, people were walking by us and were like, where the fuck is this, like, this place? And I just, I just kind of waited, seeing if my, the guy I was walking with would ask anybody. No. Fucking no. So I just, like, this one woman walked by, I'm like, you! <laughs> <laughs> I choose you! Give, where is this? <laughs> Like, it's just, mm, it's so impossible to deal with these people. And we have this one, like, really old guy. Yeah. One of his favorite things to do was surf the internet. S-E-R-F. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah, no, mm. you you are the surf in this sort of situation here, <laughs> sir. You enslave the internet, good job. Um, my god, the IT guy looks like my uncle, which is not a good thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, I don't even have, like, a fucking reference for that. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, if, if you know, like, long-haired and scruffy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you at least keep it a little trimmed. Um, I mean, that's a lie right now. I'm just letting it grow. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no, normally you're a little bit more upkept. Me, right now, it's fucking warm and damp, so I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just, like, oh, this is what humidity does to my hair, even the most remote humidity. It's terrible. I don't know what my hair's doing. I, I showered and I wanted it to dry as I was walking, and that was a bad idea. Good, good try. Hold on, let me just... Perfect, yeah. Now get that everywhere. Yep, thank you. Thank you. Hope you like my fucking hair. I, it's very flowy. It usually is. I just need to, like... Like, the, the, the air just catches certain strands and just brings it wherever it wants. That's that's my personality. Just, I, I go where the air goes. You have a bizarre hair. I'm gonna say that right now. Like, it's not thin, but it's definitely, like, it has that thin hair lightness to it. Here's the thing. My hair is actually very fine, but there's a fuck ton of it. Yeah. I'm like a chinchilla. Kind of. Very fine yeah. hair, but there's, like, multiple fo- like multiple hairs in the follicles. Like me, I have incredibly thick hair. 
I've got a luscious locks. Like, yeah. but, like, you, you fucking, you know, you, you could run and that hair will flow behind you. Yeah, that's why I probably shouldn't have long hair, but I do anyway, just to, re- I don't actually know why I have. First, here's the thing. The only reason why I have long hair, because a girl complimented me on it, and I was like, yes, I'm going to do more of that. All right, well. Because obviously it's additive. Obviously if someone compliments on your hair then, you need to double that, and then you get double the compliments. Currently I speak with nobody, so I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't say anything. Um, a model once said, you know what hairstyle would look great on you? This one. And then I got like, you know what? I'll take a chance. I do need a haircut. I got my haircut like that. I'm like, fuck, she's right. <laughs> Some really good hairstyle on me. That bitch. <laughs> that fucking asshole. And, yeah, so ever since then, like, if I ever get it cut, I get it cut in the style of uh, Captain America, but from the first Captain America movie. Mm. Kind of like the old 1940s, sort of, like, clean, but not, like, too military-looking. Like, I, I, I could picture that. Yeah, something old-fashioned. I think, I, think, I think it works with your, like, face. My face and my cynical disposition. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you are the Captain America, but you just think you are. I can't have fun hair because I'm an angry person. <laughs> Seriously, going out yesterday, because it was Canada Day yesterday, to date the podcast. Whoa! I mean, no, it's Friday. It's Friday. Canada so Day's tomorrow. tomorrow. We're just predicting the future. Yeah, so tomorrow I'll go out into, like, <laughs> and park on Oxford and go to Quinnpool and walk down Quinnpool. Tomorrow I'll do that. And the girlfriend will have to use the washroom at the Wendy's tomorrow, I'm assuming... And I'll just fucking see everybody walking in and out of that fucking Wendy's and just fucking be like, I hate you, and I hate you, and you're a bitch, and I'm sure you're great at parties, and I'm sure you've probably slept with, like, three guys over the past week. Not to kink shave or anything, or fucking sex shave, but still, like, you should probably get yourself tested at this so, point. So, someone had three Frank Wursts up in there. Yeah, and... no, like, fucking just a whole fist. Oh, <laughs> fucking using you like a goddamn puppet. <laughs> How, woo. <laughs> I just pictured that. That's vigorous. <laughs> just picturing Kermit the Frog getting fisted. <laughs> was, okay, how was that? Be, here's the thing, alright? Kermit the Frog! To <laughs> be suspended in midair with a fist through an orifice would be the most uncomfortable thing in the fucking world. Which is apparently someone's kink. Don't so. kink him, man. Don't kink him. I'm, I'm just picturing it. It's not for me, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't want fists in my ass. It's just like, that's just a personal preference. <laughs> I can't, okay. I've had to take suppositories before. It's not a good time. That doesn't sound like a good time. No, they're not a good time. I took some bad poops once. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the instructions on suppositories are also, like, very uncomfortable. It's lay down on your side, lift one knee to your chest... And just jam it in. Just, just <laughs> step three. Yeah, just jam yeah, it no, in. Medical direction, step three. Jam it the fuck in. You know, doctors have to write those, and they're like, there's only so many times you can say, put it in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, just fucking jam it in. Coffee paste, coffee paste, coffee paste. Don't have to type it out. Coffee paste. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like that's even more, like, that, that's slightly more comfortable than shove it up your ass, is just jam it in. Just jam, jam it because in Because A, it's like... It's just vague enough, but you know what a suppository is, so you're like, all right, just jam it in. I guess so. It's not as blunt as as it seems initially. Like, shove it up your ass. Now, that's an uncomfortable instruction. Yeah, the best way to take them is at night before you go to bed, because, my God, like, for hours afterwards, if you try to do it in the morning, because I did it over the weekend, because I needed, like, I forgot one last night, not, not, a, not a good feeling. Not a good feeling at all. 
And then when you fart, you're really worried that, like, it's gonna... It just fucking shoots out. Well, no, like, just... I am not even gonna fucking kid you on that one. There was a very, very large concern that if you fart, some... Like, because it has a waxy coating in order to get in there a little bit easier, right? <laughs> and and uh, I'm just gonna fucking, like, go whole hog in this. So what you do is you take, a like, a Q-tip, right? Uh, what I do is I fucking, like, you gotta, you gotta lube up the actual medication itself, and you just insert it and just push the Q-tip, like, and, until, like, you get comfortable where the Q-tip is, it, like, you're not gonna lose it, and then you just fucking, you gotta, you gotta pull that out, and it just, it just scrapes the inside of your asshole all the way out, right? So, this is, the, is this the so-called Rose's Kiss that we keep watching? This is, yeah, no, this is the very uncomfortable, like, this is, it's grippy, I'll say that, it's very grippy. <laughs> I mean, that's cotton for you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, like, taking a dump is taking a dump, that's, there's, there's still some sort of, like, smoothness to it that you, you, you plan on, like, you know, it's not gonna be horrible, but when you have a grippy cotton tip that's just trying to wheel its way back out, mm. uh-uh. Because, like, the locomotion going in is superseded by the pillow going in, too. So it's kind of like you're breaking the surface tension of your asshole. But then when you're pulling it back out, that's not there. You don't have that protection. Also, isn't it, like, vacuum sealed? So when you pump, you know, when, when you puncture that pressure, it just kind of, like, oh, yeah. grabs it as well? Yeah. No, because, yeah. like, otherwise you would have a negative pressure and nature abhors a vacuum. So, so your asshole is, like, suctioned between that fucking medication and, like, the actual Q-tip itself. So pulling it out is, like... Um, like, have you ever just taken a syringe, mm -hmm. but, like, covered the end of it and tried to pull? Yes. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, until, like, you finally get that, like, uncomfortable situation at the tip of your finger. So, like, you're also worried that, the, like, the, the weird suction pressure is going to pull the pill out, too. But then, like, after a while, like, because that melts. I mean, yeah. It, it melts in your ass. That's the whole fucking point. That's how the medication <laughs> is delivered. Yeah. Is it melts. Now it is a semi-liquid state, and every fart is a very big concern. <laughs> And after you take a dump, like, there's, like, this nice, shiny, like, sheen on the top of the water. That, that... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's really funny. Right? <laughs> it's like, I poop and it made the water better. So there you go. Everything you need to know about suppositories, unfortunately. <laughs> and that's why I don't like call centers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a call center. It really is. It like, you have to embrace yourself to go in. The instructions are simple. You just gotta shove it in. Yep. And then, like, as you go in, you're afraid of pulling out, because if you pull out, something might happen. Well, and you're, you, you're, you don't know what your financial stability is going to be. Yeah, and that pill is your financial stability. Yeah. <laughs> it's curing your body as it melts. But, like, as it melts, it's you feel like, oh, it's melty. What if I pull out and fart? And what if it spills all over the place? Like, I can't, I can't, I can't make another suppository, all right? It's a very uncomfortable situation. Both call setters and putting stuff up your ass that needs to medicate you. Kermit the Frog. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just Devin in the corner screeching about his Earl Grey. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. Also, the fucking tumbler is like, it's plastic on top. So it's like, you're trying, it's weird. It's like, I don't know. I, I, every sort of like coffee mug I've had has like a softness to it. This is just like a hard plastic. Really? Yeah. It's like fucking, it's pretty much just like grating your teeth on something like this. I'm holding a lens cap for my camera. I don't know what they gave you then, because when I joined, they gave us, like, ceramic mugs with the rubber top. Yeah, no, I would like a rubber top ceramic mug thing. Hmm. It's nicer. This one hurts. Uh, I I lost my rubber top, but I still have the ceramic mug. It's quite nice. Actually, it's double-layered, so, like, the heat doesn't, uh, the heat doesn't immediately burn your hands when yeah. you... Yeah. Yeah, this is, it's not, it, all, all in all, it's not a horrible tumbler thing, it's just, like... I'll give, I'll give call centers one thing. They give good mugs. 
I mean, yeah. Here, <laughs> it's hard to fuck up a mug, to here, be fair. Here's another perk, you know. Don't leave us. Please, don't leave us. We make a lot of money off of you. Don't leave. <laughs> That's honestly truly really true. Then there's the projects that are like, hey, we need people to make money because we're not dealing with, like, we're not, we're not getting our performance records up because we need people because we have a poor retention rate. But you're not going to give us money to, to reach that so that we're just paying out of our ass even more so than it, we, if, if we were to hire people. That's weird. I, I wonder how much an actual contract they have with, like, an actual company to have their call center there. It I, must be a fuck ton of money. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, Especially considering, like, I know the companies now that are with this place, and they make some pretty good money. One of the companies, I don't understand how they make money, because one of their immediate responses to customer dissatisfaction is, here's $25. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of people, like, that's that's a system you can fucking game. And even though it's like, alright, so, one of these things are like uh, perishable goods and stuff. So there's a lot to complain about if the delivery truck that delivers the service that the call center is uh, hosting as a project, if something happens, we can give them, like, oh, here's here's your money back for this item, and a we're sorry we fucked up money thing. But I know from listening to the calls when I was there, they fucking game that system. I've heard probably thousands of dollars a night just be given away. Jesus Christ. Just like, oh, hey, like, we're sorry that this happened. And there's they they complain about a lot of shit. I talk to a few people in the morning when I leave, and they come in, um, and I'm like, one of my like one of my most favorite things um, is that they ordered an avocado, but they thought it was an avocado package, so they could received one avocado like they ordered, but they complain that they didn't get multiple avocados, and it's just like it's that. What is steal? A whole bunch of avocados for three whole dollars? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm gonna get a 12-pack of avocado. Why do I only get one avocado? Like, no one reads their shit at all. And like, oh, why is my, uh, why is my gourd? <laughs> here's, here's another brilliant one. Uh, one person complained that their gourd did not look like the pitcher. Like, they just got a fat gourd and not, like, a gourd. Not one of those, like, ones with the long necks. Yeah, that was one of their complaints. It's just like, we don't... You can just... Go to a fucking farmer's market and choose your own fucking gourd. Seriously. You ordered a gourd. That's all we were responsible for. <laughs> fucking mongoloids. I hate people. Especially people in that line of work. Like, at least in IT, you can sort of relate to them because technology is a fickle, scary thing. Yeah. And also fucking yeah. just restart your system for a damn once, goddammit. That, yeah. I, I remember when I worked at Best Buy, somebody called and said they were having issues with their laptop, and I asked them to restart it. And like I thought, I, I I thought I just turned it on. I'm like, well, what do you mean you thought you just turned it on? Yeah, I just opened the lid. I'm like, have have, have you not turned off your laptop since you got it, sir? It's like no, I just I just closed the lid and I I put it away. Oh, <laughs> and you've had this for four years. Okay, <clears throat> restart your system, please. I think I think I know your issue. That's one hell of a cash, by the way. That's. Hmm. <clears throat> Hmm. Could you imagine? I just um, laptop shut down when you put the lid down, right? Totally. This is complete. Actually, is this off? <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> I mean, sleep mode followed by like death that you need to push the button for. But like that's no, that's, tur- that's I, impressive. I turned all that off. Okay. On mine anyway. It's why don't you not turn off your fucking laptop when you're done using it? 
like, oh, I need, like, I have steamy porn on my laptop, and that steamy porn needs to be, like, on the go in case I need... I, I need to be fucking on the ball for I need to lift shit. lid into jerking off. That's that's my... <laughs> <laughs> I lift the lid with my hard dick. <laughs> that's, that's how much I need to, like, that's how much. I think about it, I'm like, oh, man, that steamy laptop right there. Look at that fucking Apple symbol. Mm, it reminds me of someone knobbing on my knob. <laughs> and then you can you open it up and then there's porn there and you're like that's exactly what I wanted thank Perfect. you that, this is the future right here you just open up a lid there's porn to, to live in that sort of world my god I should invent uh, a technology that only streams porn nothing else like it doesn't do any like you try to go to YouTube unless you want like it, it autocorrects you to porn. Yeah, it just autocorrects you to porn. It's it's called the, it's gonna be called the porn box. Okay. Um, I the works works workshopping that. It's called the box box. The box box. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna like have an add on to it. It's called, going to be the uh, box box box. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the, the box box strap on. It's like this big VR device that looks like a, just a, just a pair of tits that go over your eyes. That is brilliant. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just, just so that people know you're looking at porn. It's just... <laughs> what could be more obvious? Besides wearing a pair of tits on your eyeballs? Yeah, I don't... And, and your dick's in your hand. <laughs> look, all right, I'm under the assumption that when you meet a person, you look at their face for their, you know, their eye contact, and they're like, I can get you. And then you drift down to the boobs, but, you know? <laughs> or the dick in the hand, as it were. It's worth two in the bush. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, yeah. How does that equivalent even work? I don't know. I don't understand bushes. This isn't the 70s anymore. Or Japan. <coughs> Here's the thing. Two dicks in the hand. Does that mean two hands are worth a dick in the bush? Or a dick in the hand is worth, like... Four bushes? Hmm. That's weird. Well, okay. All right. It depends on what we <coughs> mean definition-wise by bush. I mean, I don't even know what the original definition means. <laughs> All right. So, like... I, got, I mean, all right, back then we were very cryptic with our shit. I mean, we're cryptic now. I, I suppose old people just don't know what, like, the internet is and, like, all of our fucking weird acronyms. So, fair enough. Language changes. But uh, the 70s had some really weird, like, let's dodge around what the fuck we're talking about thing is. Let's see. Everybody likes their little fucking old-fashioned sayings. And I just... Just fucking just say what you say. Just say what you mean. Just say what you mean. It's like that. That that's a pot calling the kettle black. It's like no, you're fucking. You're 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 just being a contradictory asshole. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you yourself are that prick that you were speaking of. There you go. That's the, I summed it up. You see, that's 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 too much. That's that's more. That's that's on the nose. The pot calling the kettle. The pot calling the kettle black. You're a contradictory dick. There you go. It's the same thing, but it gets across. Yeah, more. but it's fun, because now you can picture, like, a pot calling a kettle black. Or, or like, know, the crow I'm... calling the raven black, which makes more sense, because they're both fucking black, and there's no color variation on them. Yeah, you can get fucking pots and kettles in a variety of colors my here. Pot... Who's the racist? My kettle is white, <laughs> and my pot's black. Whoa! <laughs> Actually, my pot is stainless steel, but, you know? Then, like, you know, it's kind of like when, when a white guy moves in with a black guy, and they're like, yeah, you can say the N-word. I'm like, eh... <laughs> I mean, sure, but like, yeah. I know we're conditioned not to say that's like. Mm. I mean, I got, I got, I got the pass from my old roommate, but even then, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. See, I would love to. 
not as a whole like racist thing, just as a like speak easy type of thing. Just like you can pass. You can call white people whatever the fuck you want, so long as you allow us to call you whatever the hell we want. I mean, in a full just world, that thing's off limits. Yeah, yeah. Like we can walk down, we can walk down the street and call everyone the N word. I mean, I just, I just 100%ed Crash Bandicoot 2. You goddamn believe I was saying every other curse word under the sun. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, just straight up, like, I would die and I would just yell, BLACK! <laughs> it's, it's not even, like, not in a derogatory way. It was just, that's just fucking... White, white guilt? I, I think, I, I, I'm pretty sure at one said I said nipple pizza. Nipple pizza? Nipple pizza. Just cut off the nipples and put it on the pizza. You get fucking pepperoni nipples. See, my favorite, uh, almost, almost, uh, kid-friendly swear word is pirate hooker. Why's that one? I don't know. It's, it stuck out to me. Much like a lot of words in my vocab that I just like to, like, Stokin's Tokens, for example. Okay, I like Stokin's Tokens. Don't know where I got it, but Stokin has a lot of tokens. Because Stoke the Flames yeah. had, had Convoke. But I didn't know Magic the Gathering when I adopted the thing. Like, I, this was pre-Magic the Gathering for me. So I didn't know Stoke the Flame actually made tokens. Or, like, Stoke the Flame was... I mean, I was definitely saying it when M15 came out. That's that's when I started saying it. Yeah. Uh, I picked it up somewhere, and it wasn't when M15 was released. So, what? Yeah, I don't know where I got it. And same with Pirate Hooker. Like, I think I know where I got Pirate Hooker, but I actually misheard someone. So, like, Pirate Hooker was just really funny to me at the time. So that's why I call people pirate hookers sometimes. I don't I don't really interact with people, so I haven't got a chance to call them pirate hookers lately. No, I've never heard that one. Yeah. Mainly, mainly it's just my primal screeching, uh, much like you with Earl Grey whenever something doesn't go my way. I will stab him. Almost said the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We dragged this all around. Full circle. <sighs> Actually, I, there's something that I want to say. Speaking of getting in trouble for saying things that you probably shouldn't, have you actually ever had detention? No. Really? I was a good boy, and I went home to play <laughs> video games in World of Warcraft. Have you ever had, like, any, like... I, I don't think we've ever really mentioned our school days all that much. I mean, there was a nice boat. It, right. A real uh, nice boat. My school days was legitimately filled with me trying not to, like, socially die. Because I was... Believe it or not, Devin... I was a very awkward child. <laughs> if I was drinking something, it would be on the wall. Don't do that. We, we, we need to keep this thing going. Yeah, no. Earl Grey goes in my tummy. <laughs> um, really? Okay, so Central Days, uh, and by Central I mean elementary school, because I went to Central, like, Central School. That's what we called it back in the day. Okay. Uh, first of all, I went to South End first. South End was where all the uh, vagabonds went uh-huh. for elementary school. And I wasn't really, like, I didn't really do much there. I, I met all of my, like, really good, close-sticking friends that I don't talk to anymore. I really should. Like, they're actually doing very well for themselves, uh, and, like, they're very... They're talk very to funny. them in a couple years, then. That way. Yeah. <laughs> that way it doesn't seem like you're the end of the fucking popsicle stick in this one. Oh, no. I mean, I, I, schadenfreude comes 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 in packages, and that, that, that package is me. Anyway... <laughs> Um, and then I went to the central school, which is essentially the normal, the quote-unquote normal people's school. That's where I met Tyler. Nah. Um, although, I think, looking back, I established myself as the person that you cannot fucking talk to, because I'm just fucking weird. Still to this day. Still to this day, but, like, imagine me, but I don't actually care about my appearance, or I don't care about what I say to people. Like, I, I have a filter now. I have a filter since, like, high school. Um, 
Because I learned, as it turns out, people really don't like the first impression in which you're really fucking weird. So I was a whiny asshole um, back in the day as well as now. Uh, that's where I met Tyler. And then we're both whiny assholes. And then Tyler moved away because he got super bullied. Really? Surprising. Yeah. Surprising, right? Yeah. <laughs> he mean, does have a tiny head. That man has a fucking tiny head. Actually, <clears throat> from what I remember... Uh, the only reason why I was socially above the curve, if at all, and, like, back then, back when I was in junior high and, and, uh, elementary school, was because I was hanging out with people that, in my opinion, didn't really, like, didn't really get along with anybody. So, like, whenever people made fun of us collectively, like, it was always me that came out on top, because I was like, yeah, I don't care, and everyone else was just like, no, don't call me that. Yeah, I learned that one very quickly of, if you don't give a fuck... Nothing can hurt you. And then in junior high, I was kind of obsessed because I was just like, I don't know if you know small towns, but generally there's a lot of fights because of a lot of personal issues. Yeah, I uh, was in a lot of those fights. I did not see any of them. And I was like, I want to see a fight happen. Uh, and that was that was my personal goal. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to be in a fight, I just want to see what happen. I don't want to know the guy, but I do want to murder a man. <laughs> I, like, I don't want to participate in it. I just want to see the murder happen. Fucking going on a deep web, like, fucking black market Craigslist. Who wants to die? <laughs> and that was, uh, that, that was really funny, considering, like, I was several opportunities from seeing a fight happen. Because, uh, like, for example, I was in the library, and we had Half-Life, like, Half-Life 2 <laughs> stole on all the computers in that library, and we were like, let's go fucking play some Half-Life 2 on fucking lunch or whatever. So we went there, we played Half-Life 2, and then, like, we heard some commotion outside, and I was like, just a minute, I have to, I have to go fucking do do the thing in Ravenhold. And then, like, we went out, and then <laughs> motherfuckers were like, oh, yeah, no, there was just the fight. I was like, god damn it! <laughs> I could have had a fight on my hands! Um, and then I never actually ever saw a fight in real life. So, like, I've never seen Still to this day? Still to this day. Jesus. I'm a very tame lad. <laughs> I don't really go out of my way to see fights anymore, because I realize that's stupid. I also... Got into the habit of bringing playing cards because everyone loves fucking playing playing cards. That's true. It's not Magic the Gathering because that was nerd shit. Even though I played World of Warcraft and was really re- interested in the going of the D and D, but no, World of War- like <sighs> Magic the Gathering was too much. I don't actually think I knew Magic the Gathering existed until someone bought me a uh, troll deck from Mirrodin. Um, and I didn't know what the fuck to do with it, because no one I knew played Magic the Gathering. In fact, I don't even know what happened to the deck. It's like everybody having a deck of Digimon cards, but not knowing what to do. Right? Because I know a lot of people with Digimon cards. I had Digimon cards. I also had Digimon cards. What the fuck did you do with them? I had a nice shiny, uh, uh, uh um, Hercules Cavaterimon, and that was it. I think I did too. I honestly can't remember the collection I had. It was very small, considering that I, I, we didn't have a lot of money to throw around. I don't even remember where I got mine. And then in high school, for, for school days, that's where I made the bulk of my friends. That's where I made the most, uh, we'll say, great impression for me to be a talkable human being. And then the playing cards just also came. That's also where I got uh, the drama club. Like, that's also where I met a lot of people in drama club, the people that I talk to still, and my girlfriend. Well, my then-girlfriend. And then I moved away to Moncton, and that's where everything fell apart, because then I socially died, because I only talked to two people like I do currently now. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's that's currently that's currently where I am. I went to Moncton because I wanted to go to school, <laughs> and then motherfucker didn't even go to school. Good job. He he worked twenty five hours a week because he was no. I was the type of person that just didn't know what to do. Like I got out of high school not knowing how to apply for anything. Yeah. Um. 
Like, I, I, I passed with good grades. Like, I, I knew... Like, the only bad grade I had was pre-calculus, and that's because I thought it was bullshit. A little bit. Um, and, like, I, I, I do have a lot of people that I would like to talk to on Facebook, but, like, I don't have anything to talk about them with besides, hey, how you going? Yeah, no. I, I'm currently still doing what I've previously been doing. <laughs> Gotta play some fucking playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get into a lot of fights, like... The detention thing is, because I, I remember this one, like, my first ever detention, I uh, I nearly bit a kid's thumb off. Because, mm. uh, so, I had this friend, Caitlin, she, I, I guess isn't really a friend anymore. It's kind of sad, because I didn't really do anything wrong, but she did develop a crush on me, and I was like, yeah, I'm interested in this chick instead. Another thing about high school <laughs> is that I realized I was a dense motherfucker, because a lot of people... A lot of people want to put the bone in me, apparently. And by that I mean, like... Fucking Kermit the Frog style? Sure, why not? All right. They wanted to drape me over their fucking bed uh, like like a fucking puppet, um, allegedly. People people realized that I was, like, socially awkward, but apparently that was charming to them, because a few people afterwards... Yeah, right? I'm raising my hand for those who can't see. Um, <coughs> because I can name, like, a full ten people... That I had no idea that would actually would like to have hung out with me and like were were attracted to me in high school and I was just like how is it even possible I'm st- I was a shithead then I'm still a shithead now now I just have a beard and that's surprising considering that I can't even count ten people right now that I talk to that like <laughs> think think of me like that in that limelight I don't even think you can count ten people that you talk to yeah really though <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like grade. One no, grade two, grade two. That was my first fight. Um, so I was talking to this girl Caitlin, who was a year younger than me, because she seemed nice. Yep. And I was like, "You are alone. I will talk to you." Hello. And this fucker named Brandon. It's always a fucking Brandon. Why? So, okay. It's, it's either Chris because Chris's are all assholes. Uh, actually, I had a friend Chris. He's, he was very sweet. Turned out to be gay. We're all supportive of him. Excellent. Uh, Paul's. All Pauls just have a bad taste in my like my mouth especially because I've had two Pauls in my life that fucked everyone over. No, actually, most like, I mean, we th- there's one Paul who kind of fucked things up. You know who you are, Paul. But yeah. all my other friend Pauls are pretty decent. Could you imagine a Paul just listening like every week and it's just Fucking like Paul? You know what you did? Like we're gonna make that man cry. Good for him, but we're gonna make that man. Cry. He knew what he did. Uh, I had a third name that I just forgot. Trevor, Travis. Tyler. 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 <laughs> actually, there were a lot of Tylers at, at my school that were also shit disturbers, so yeah, Tyler. Tyler Tyler wasn't actually a shit disturber <laughs> in his, like, elementary school days. He was just more of a, please don't, sh- like, remove my The shit. man has a tiny head. You can't be a shit disturber with a head that tiny. Here's the thing, when he when he moved away from, like, because it, it showed that, like, Midtown Yarmouth were all a bunch of fucking assholes, and I completely agree with this, um... That he moved, and then, like, he, he moved to Drumlin, I think, and then Drumlin, uh, Drumlin High, uh, he was quite popular. He, 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 he enjoyed a lot of, like, attention. I, I mean, I ended up getting popular in, like, the end of junior high and most of high school. <laughs> I was never a popular popular, but I did know a lot of the popular people. Yeah, like, I, my, my popularity was not like, oh, look, it's Devin, sweet, cool, let's go say hi to him, but it's like, everybody knew me, and everybody could get along with me. See, I conditioned people, I'm like, if you want to play some fucking ass, or, like, some, like, if you want to play some crazy fucking eights, or some, like, ass, uh, you come to me, because I have the playing cards, and I brought literally three decks of cards to school at, like, throughout the year. 
Like there are no there there was no day where I didn't have at least two decks of cards. That's a lot of cards. Yeah. Um, There's actually um, this one time in junior high where I was standing in line and this one kid was like, I don't know what he was doing. He was talking about something. And I just like I, I chimed in and we started this conversation and he's all like, "Oh, are you Mr. Popular?" I'm like, "Yeah, kinda. A lot of people know me." He's like, "Huh? I don't know you." And he turns to um, this one person behind me. It's like, "Do you know this guy?" Um, her name was Emily. I had a huge crush on her in elementary. It's like, what yeah. is, okay, what is with Emily's and like the being? I don't know. The being the unicorns that we I have, want to see. I have no idea. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no. It's like, fuck. <laughs> and he turned to like the person in front of him. And I think that was like Berwick. And he's like, do you know this guy? It's like, yeah, that's, that's an Evan. It's like, shit. <laughs> stop, stop proving me wrong. I just fucking blew this kid's mind that like everybody <laughs> knew me around, like in his general vicinity. Um, fuck. But yeah, like. Anyway, I, yeah, I got into a fight, the first fight. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Kaylin, and then this, this Brandon kid shows up, and he's like, what are you doing talking to my girl? It's like, you are six, I am seven. Like, fucking, fuck off. <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I, I don't want to fight. I didn't want to get into a fight with this fucking, because, like, you know, I'm, I, I don't really like to fight. I've been in fights. I'm now a trained martial artist. I will not fight people if I can fucking handle it, though. Um, so I tried to walk away, and he fucking, joked, like, jumped on my back and started putting me in a headlock from behind. What the fuck? <laughs> However, his fa- his hand was very close to my face. So, instead of me trying to punch him or anything, the first thing I did was kind of move my mouth over and got his thumb in my mouth. And I bit until I tasted blood. That's when he got off of me. And um, that was my first attention for protecting myself. However, it was one day of detention because I explained my side of the story. And apparently this kid has a history of being a little shit. So I had one day of detention and they were like, you know what? I feel bad. Here you go. You can get out. Also, here's like half a Mars bar. <laughs> you got out with half a Mars bar. Yeah, because they felt bad. Super jelly. Like, not even going to lie. My teacher back then, her name was Miss Sellers. I had her for both grade one and grade two. Yeah. She was fucking amazing. I love that teacher. <clears throat> I don't know. The teachers, teachers in my history have always been like weird, double-sided people. And by that I mean like, teachers I thought I'd like in retrospect, I'm like, wow, I really shouldn't have liked that person. Yeah. Like our drama teacher... Was a was it was an old guy with a beard, and he had very like he had a very one way opinion about everything. Like he he did not like he did not let up about uh, other. <coughs> it, it was a really weird situation. Like he would disagree, and then like that would be it. I just like I disagree, whatever, fuck it. And then like, like just that can't even show your side of the story. Essentially that, yeah. Fucking and then I'm like, oh you know what, God. whatever. And then I had like my physics teacher, who was my favorite, uh, actually got awarded. Uh, because, like, awarded an international award because she got her master's degree in physics uh, that year at the same time of making a development at that year as well of, like, actually actually forwarding, like, how we study physics and shit. I was like, that's that's really cool. I can't remember exactly what because it didn't attend her fucking ceremony. She was my favorite. <laughs> um, and then the one person that always stuck out in my mind is my pre-cal teacher. And bless her, she tried. <clears throat> um, but, like, <laughs> she was really funny. She was really funny in that she was the most, uh, she was the most anime teacher I think I've seen. Just like, we only speak in, we only speak in finites. Was that a yes or no? And it's just like, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, this is pre-cal. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck the answer is. Thank you. Thank you for answering. And I was like, oh, that made me feel good, but also a piece of shit. I don't know how you do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you thanked me for my answer, and you made me feel like a piece of shit, because then you just showed me up. <laughs> no, I, no uh, she was, she was lovely. There was very few teachers that I didn't like. Um, I'm trying to think of more fights slash detentions that I got into. Uh, grade two, grade three, I moved into Lakeview Elementary, so I moved from, like, one elementary school to another. 
because it was only like up to grade two for the first yep. school, and then um, grade three. I don't even fucking count primary because I don't recall it at all. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I I can barely remember my elementary school days. Just a few like notable ones, like the fucking Central School had a huge field. And by huge, I mean it was just, like, a soccer field followed by, like, a playground. And then behind the school was actually another, like, younger kid playground. And then there was this huge, like, not huge, huge at the time because I was small, relatively. A huge hill that was a fucking danger to everybody because uh, how it was, like, picture picture a fucking bump. And on one side was a smooth decline and the other side was a fucking steep, probably more than 45 degrees steep. Decline, And in the winter, we almost killed ourselves every time with those fucking crazy carpet shits. And it got to the point where some people made a fucking icy groove. Like, so down at the bottom of the fucking steep murder like murder pit, you'd almost go straight down because someone dug it out like that. Jesus someone Christ. spent the time to do that. And then there was a fucking groove that was flanked by fucking like icy peaks. So, like, picture you'd go down, and then there's a... Up, like, immediately there's another, like, a fucking picture check mark, and then you go down the big end of the check mark, and then you go up the little end, like, like, yeah. Um, and then that swoosh also had fucking slits in between it that was just sized enough for the crazy carpet and your legs, but will murder your fucking arms. <laughs> so, like, people legitimately almost died. I think someone lost a tooth. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, People love to murder ourselves on that fucking I, I have the Penguin slide, Mar- like Mario 64 music going out of my head right now, by the way. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how you... <laughs> yes, please do that. <laughs> um, actually, we had a hill at uh, Lakeview, like my grade three to six years. We had a hill pretty much just like that. The thing is, it was like a 45 degree angle, if not a little bit sharper. Yep. And it would go for about 20 feet and then end at a chain link fence. <laughs> that's my favorite. So... Um, yeah, going, going in order, grade three, this is where I found an enemy, like, like, you know, school has, like, the bad guy kid, like, the, the actual antagonist of the story, I found my antagonist, this is a kid where I would sit there, I would look around the classroom, he would notice me, and of course, when somebody's looking at you, you look at them, and then they stuck their tongue out at me, and then would raise their hand and say, I stuck my tongue out at him, that's this kind of level of bullshit this fucker had. However, he was also the antagonist to everybody's story in the class. Ooh. So when the buses were called, this one kid, um, his bus was always to the right of uh, this, this the antagonist. Oh, I'll just fucking say his name, Kenny. Fuck it. Um, Kenny, Kenny would get his ass beat every time going to the bus because Anthony's bus was beside it. And when like you weren't allowed to leave the class unless your bus was called. Yep. And so his bus was called, and then Anthony's bus was called... And Kenny would be like, right at the door. And Anthony would be right the fuck at the door after him. <laughs> and then all the kids would rush to the window and watch Anthony fucking spin and, sh- like, shot put his fucking book bag at the back of this kid's skull. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> They're vicious. Oh yeah, no, fucking elementary was a very, very vicious time. My, my, my elementary school was like, slice of life, I just didn't notice. Yep, no, we, like... Um, I got into fistfights with Kenny, Anthony got into fistfights with Kenny, another Tyler got into fistfights with Kenny, uh, another Kenny got into fistfights with Kenny. <laughs> Kenny just fights himself. <laughs> Nobody liked this fucking kid, but he, of course, thought he was king shit. Um, so yeah, I got into a fight with him when I was in grade three out in the football field, or soccer field, or the, the multi-purpose field. 
Because he kicked a, a, a soccer ball at the back of me. So I just fucking turned around and I leapt on him. And I fucking put him to the ground and I punched him in the face. Only one punch. But I won that. Um, moving along. <laughs> moving along for the Kenny saga. Yeah, um, this other kid shows up in grade four or five. I can't remember. Grade four was very... Um, grade four was Miss Wilkes. And that was very, very... That, that was Monday. There was, there was nothing really exciting about that one. That's... Yeah, that was okay. That was an, that was an okay class. Yeah. Grade five happens. This kid Sean says up. He's from another school just up the road, and said he was like king shit. Everybody loved him here. Like you know, he was, he was so popular stuff. And naturally, me being a giant nerd, was friends with the giant nerds. Our entire nerd group would bully this one fucking kid. He was not popular at all. Nobody liked this fucker. I have successfully like fucking WWE style suplexed a man. It was this Sean kid on that forty five degree hill. Mm. Threw him down the hill, like, suplexed him off, like, the flat part into the 45. So it was an even more powerful suplex, because there was just a little bit more fault. Yep. He rolled down the hill. My big friend Curtis, who was very big at the time. Oh, that's the big friend. The big, 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, 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 he is now actually very, very cleaned up and is a drag queen. That's very nice. Oh, good, good for him, actually. That's, yeah. Um, takes a lot. Curtis is fantastic. I love that guy. Um, but yeah, he fucking tore ass down that hill, Mach 4, and just body slammed him into the fucking fence. I was going to say, I hope this was like a, a fucking leg drop from the top route scenario. He's too big to do that. He's not like Kevin Owens where he's big, but he also has some agility to him. He really? was just like um, um, Mark Henry. Okay. Except well, white. <laughs> I mean, you could have left him as that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it was Chester Cook. Everybody's white there. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. No, we, you're we, white. We, we you're been, white. We are white. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did I? Hmm. <clears throat> I think we only had, like, very few black people at our fucking school. Right? Nova Scotia is a very white sc- place. All the black people end up moving to, like, very black areas. Here's or- the thing. I, I, everyone, everyone is very, like, all, all, the, all the black people, <laughs> all the black kids were very nice. Very, like, I... I was, very, I was friends with the only black kid in school when it happened. Right? Like, they're very upbeat. And, like, I guess that's just your environment when you're surrounded by white people and you're just like, all right, well, I might as well just roll with it, I guess. They put on their white guy voice and go to school. Like, hello to you do, fellow kids. <laughs> well, okay, in Yarmouth, uh, there was a lot of, like, let's let's be gangsters because we're uh, gangsters. Gangsters would be, like, the guys in suits. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. okay. Uh, because that was just the image they wanted to go for. So, like... I think everyone wanted to be black, and the only, like, the, the, the few black people in school were just like, I just want to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I like, <laughs> one person that I still talk to, uh, like, I, like, she, <laughs> I always imagined her just to be like, dude, guys, just fuck off. I just want, I just want to learn English, like, for once. It was really funny. It was really funny thinking about it now, but at the, at the time, it was life or death. <laughs> it was just like I just want to play cards dude it's like yeah let's play fucking cards and we played Crazy 8 and it was a great time um, yeah so grade 5 Sean set up we beat the shit out of him grade 6 continue to do that um, very few fights but then I went to Alberta mm-hmm. for like two weeks mm-hmm. I got the three fights while I was there mm-hmm. I, I think I've mentioned those though <clears throat> I yes. think yeah, I, I got blindsided so. by a black guy in the bathroom because he didn't like the way I brushed my teeth I guess um, some other kid got really upset. To be fair, the way you brush your teeth is very disturbing. It's it's thorough. It's very thorough. I can understand it, but you don't need to scalp a person for your toothbrush. Yeah, 
but like screaming in the mirror is the only way it gets clean. <laughs> <laughs> you need two screamers. <laughs> um, I'm, what I'm my teeth aren't even that fucking white. <laughs> I'm surprised. Well, yeah, because you're using other people's hair as your toothbrush. Urine worked back in the day. Let's let's branch out, people. Come on. Now I picture you to have like. You you already scalp this guy three times for your toothbrushes. You just keep him around because for some reason he's just a really good like toothbrush maker. And you're just like make a toothbrush out of your own hair, and then you just fucking scalp him to get him screaming. It's just like yeah, that's the thing I need. That's the soundtrack. And then like in order to rinse out your mouth, you don't like rinse it out with water. You just scream at the guy's face until like all of your fucking tooth, like all your excess toothpaste is gone. <laughs> that's how I picture it. <laughs> just sticking on his face. Gross. <laughs> And then someone showed you Earl Grey, and you're like, I'll calm down. <laughs> um, yeah, another guy got into a fight because I didn't like his sports team, I guess. And then I just threw him off a deck. And then another kid... That's right, I did another fucking wrestling move. I fucking DDT this fucker. You're way in the wrestling. I, I didn't even notice. Um, yeah, another fucking DDT'd him on the fucking cement. That's good. Is that man dead? Uh, no, but he bled a lot. <laughs> he even bled a lot. Much like, much like the scalp person when you brush your teeth. Yeah. I don't even know where I brought the scalp person I've, from. I just, I picture, I picture like someone with like very fine short hair and you're just like, I want those as my bristles. And you're just like, what? You're soft on my gums. You're soft on my gums. My gummy gums. <laughs> very sensitive. See, what I'm surprised about is how he stuck around for three times. Cause after the first time, uh, typically, typically you just don't, you don't fall for that anymore. I mean, he knows what he gets if he tries to leave. <laughs> Um, and you wonder why people didn't like how you brush your teeth. Yeah. And then I didn't get into a fight until like grade eight or nine, when once again, Kenny, fucking Kenny. Kenny, Kenny comes back. Villains, Kenny comes back. Villains don't go away. They come back at some capacity. <laughs> yeah. Now he fucking reduxed his his soccer incident out of the field and threw a basketball at the back of my head, and that's still my favorite fucking fight. Like my last one is my favorite because he threw the basketball at the back of my head. I picked up a basketball, I threw it at him, and I ran after it, and he caught it. The basketball. In front of his face, so he couldn't see me. That's a fucking mistake. And as he drugged the ball down, my fist went directly over the ball and crunched his nose. And we both got kicked out of the gym, and I was sent to the office, and the vice principal goes, Devin, what the fuck are you doing here? And then she sees Kenny bleeding profusely, (laughs) and she's like, oh, you can go. (coughs) We know what this was about. Yep. And I got my full gym re- like gym status reinstated because if you if you got into a fight with Jim, you'd be out of gym for a week. But if you got in a fight with Kenny, you would get rewarded somehow. Well, like the fucking I wasn't the teacher's pet, but all the teachers knew me and they liked me because I wasn't a shit disturber. Unless you were fucking Miss Whiteway, because fuck that bitch, fuck that bitch. Um, mm-hmm. really hated her. She kept whiskey in her uh, desk though. She was a very horrible alcoholic woman. I feel like if I was ever a teacher, that's exactly what that exactly encapsulates me. Oh yeah, I don't know why you're a teacher if you hate kids and you're a heavy drinker. She was fucking horrendous. She, one day I didn't like I actually like legitimately forgot my homework and she told she called me a fucking liar and like grabbed my book bag and emptied it out on the floor. Okay, first of all, if you say you forgot your homework, why would you look for proof? Right. <laughs> I have nothing to present. What do you th- expect me to do? Like. Oh hey, I passed you a handout. Now I just drew direct dicks on it. I just want to show you. Just like why? Would you, why? I fucking I hated that woman. That is, that's funny to me. I hated her and I hated Miss George because Miss George was a sexist piece of shit. She fucking hated men, like really did not like men, to the point where, hey, 
You've never been introduced to this thing called a graphing calculator before. Those things are kind of complex if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, go into graph mode. Opens up the graph, there's a bunch of shit on there. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff on here. Oh, God, you're such an idiot. Grabs it from me. She called me an idiot to my face. That's another, like, <coughs> profession you'd want, like... If you want to segregate yourself with, like, a certain type of people, why would you ever go go in schooling? Exactly. Schooling is, like, a, a, a fucking pool of people to interact with. Why would you... Why? Not only is it an incredibly diverse situation most of the time, it's where a lot of those hormones to determine your diversity is happening. So a lot of shit gets fucking jumbled up in the process. And fucking, like, you could be teaching this person, like, basic math in grade 10... But then by grade 12, you're teaching them advanced, they're like pre-calculus, and their name is suddenly Amanda. Like, you just fucking don't know. And like, just fucking fuck off, you fucking teaching ass cocksucking. I feel bad for my friend Nick. He's trying to get a teaching position, and he's not working out very well. In what specific way? Um, he took six years of school and now lives with his mother. Probably doesn't get free juice. Maybe he gets free juice. I don't know. Doesn't have a job. Subs when he can. Is not very good because teachers here are really bad. That is correct. You know... Or not for, teachers, I guess I should say the whole teaching profession is not a very stable situation in Nova Scotia. I think a lot of things aren't very stable here. Like, yeah. I, I would like... I, Fucking yeah. Yeah. I'm now a technically a trained professional. <laughs> Want my job! <laughs> Devin, Devin, calm down. So I'm working at the call center! I'm good now. I don't think you are. I don't think you're ever going to let that go. Nope. Here's the thing. This is not going on the resume. You're going to go through that interview. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be. The only reason why I put it on my resume is because I can... You've been there for years. Make it nice. Well, two years. Two years is way too long, in my opinion. Yeah, but I mean, like, it shows that even if it's a shit job, showing you're committed to something, like, willing to stick it through, in some cases, can be very beneficial. Like, three years up the fucking warehouse? Uh, Oh, fuck that noise. Well... I don't know. I have a lot of things on my resume that's interesting. Um, that are interesting, rather. Um... Like, technically, I managed the warehouse I was in. Like, I, I got transferred out of uh, Art Rizzle because they laid me out. Uh, laid me out? Wow. They fucking, wow. They fucking, fucking murdered just, me. Yeah, they just straight-armed you and fucking... <laughs> I, they, they Kermit the Frog me all the way to the fucking... Uh, system <laughs> other, yeah, the other fucking department down the road. And I was going to be a lying lackey. Uh, essentially, just, like, no talking. That was, that was weird to me. No talking. Get your fucking job done. And I'm like, sweet. So you're surrounding me with people... As the most awkward person on the world, and I want to speak with people, but you're not going to let me speak with people, even though we're doing our job. You know what? That's cool. Whatever. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I was. I was real sad. And then, like the first day when they said, like they they detected me. They fucking like that guy's going to be a problem. Sent him up to the sister warehouse where he needs to organize everything there. And then I was actually a manager there. I said, I I say manager. I was more assistant manager. Like I was there. Half like I was there as management, quote unquote, half the time because the actual like supervisor for the warehouse was uh was our boss, and there's only three fucking people there. So really, there was there was not a lot of there was not a lot of leeway for positions. Yeah. So like we needed two delivery guys. I was one of them briefly, uh, a manager and like a super manager to answer to everybody. I was I was I was that second command man. Uh, either way, put that on a res. I couldn't put that on a resume, but at the same time, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like that experience there was a little rough, especially because like they literally kicked me out of a out of a no talking, no no double think speak type of thing into absolute freedom. I feel like I was very lucky there. Yeah, you um, kind of got the hell out of dodge there. <laughs> it was really funny too because like first day, it wasn't like I was there for a week and then they realized I was a bad fit. 
and like they just sent me up there. It was like we need someone to get rid of so we can go like empty that fucking dusty shitty warehouse and then put all the wine there. So I was like <laughs> they were like, You get the fuck out of here. You're gonna spend three months organizing that warehouse for us to tear it down. Good. That's exactly what happened. Like I worked there for a year and a half. And then as soon as I got out there, I got a text from my supervisor saying, yeah, remember all that shit that we just did? Yeah. Oh, no, it's all torn down now. <laughs> like, at least I got out of there, because that would have been heartbreaking. That would have been, like, <laughs> that would have terrible. Um, yeah, there's warehouses. Yeah. Don't do warehouse jobs. Don't do call center jobs. I suppose I should finish off with, like, the only college door I have, uh, story that I have, which is, like, I got along with all of my classmates, and then, like, I just fucking disappeared. Like, the year that I took for college for electronic engineering, everything was great. Like, I was passing courses, I was having a great time with my friends, my buds, my compadres. Teddy? Uh, Teddy was not one of them. <laughs> Teddy, Ted, here's the thing about Teddy, right? I love the guy. He's such a piece of shit, I love him. <laughs> right? <laughs> the only interactions I've had with him were when I was learning to play Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. And when we were playing uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, like, Brawl, and I think, like, Project M. And then we had, like, many tournaments in that little space that we that we played with. And he was just, he was loud, he was obnoxious, but goddamn, was he the most likable person in that fucking <laughs> troop. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that about Teddy. <clears throat> he really doesn't understand some social cues. He's very awkward, he's very loud, he's very obnoxious, but fucking Christ, that guy... <laughs> Right? Like, I don't understand him. Like, out of the people in the group that I don't, like, that, that aren't in the group that I talk to, it's like, Nathan and Teddy. I don't Travis. I don't really talk Travis all that much. Like, <clears throat> Travis seems to have his own life, though, so, like, yeah. we don't want, we don't want to get in the way. <laughs> yeah. See, see, where we're in the group, uh, we go in the group specifically because we need that social interaction. Uh, Travis, Travis, I think, has, has a lot of people in his entourage. Yeah. Travis is kind of what, cast a wide enough net. Mm. Mm. It's a shame, because, you know, who, want, who, who doesn't want to hang out with us, us assholes? I mean, Travis said he wants to hang out a whole bunch, and then just fucking just either... doesn't. Either A doesn't, or B gets, like, wound up into other things. Like, how many times have we gone to Keenan's, and I'm like, come play EDH, we're literally down the street from you. <laughs> yeah. I would like, I would love to play cards with him. I don't know, I don't know if I put a bad taste in his mouth, because, I don't know, I'm a loud, obnoxious guy, and I don't think, I don't think, I don't think our personalities gel very well. Travis is a small teddy bear of a man. Yeah. Whereas I'm a big, loud bear. Speaking of, he said he wants to come back on the podcast. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, why as well? Last time we had him on the podcast, we had an awkward conversation about bees, and that was it. And we didn't bring up B-Movie that entire time. I'm disappointed. Like, he is a shitlord of a meme man. Not even fucking, not even once. I bet it was brewing in him, and as soon as he left, he was like, God damn it, we didn't launch in the B-Movie. We're way over time, by the way. We just got into, I, I think this is a rambly one. I think, I think, not, not a lot of us, like, you had your job situation going, I had streaming going, and I'm very tired. Or I was very tired. Um, as it turns out, Darkest Dungeon really passes the fucking time. Yeah. I want to stream from 8 to 12, and then, like, five hours later, I'm like, I should probably get to sleep. <laughs> it takes forever to do anything in that game. Yeah, the actions are fu- really slow. And it takes your... It kicks your fucking ass. Like, no matter how prepared you were, the fucking triple bypass heart attack that I had on my healer 
Like you can't you can't write that. You can't make that shit up. One of my healers had three hurt attacks, survived all of them, and then finally died. <laughs> Sorry. Right? One of my healers got murdered by my crusader because just because he was our hardest hitting dude. He did like fucking fifteen to twenty-five damage, and that's really, really yeah. high for that game. Uh fills up like the very first time he fills up his like stress bar because I was very careful with that man. He turned around, fucking cracked the healer over the fucking face and killed him. Like, oh! <laughs> like yeah, there was there was no mercy. I was oh, like, no! all right, I just need need to survive this. I need to make sure my healer goes first. Crusader went first. You know what? That's fine. Paranoid. Oh, you know what? All right, it's probably it's probably a past turn trigger. It's fine. Bam, bam, bam! Kills him. <laughs> oh dear. That game is brutal. Yep. In fact, one of my, like, <coughs> another Crusader died. Like, one of my other Crusaders died uh, due to a heart attack as well. It's, <laughs> fucking, I, are, I, you, are you battling the fucking Death Note right now? I, okay, here's the thing. I'm at the point of the game where I know I'm careful enough not to die via HP unless, like, some random crits. And actually, the only crits I've seen consistently is with my healers. My healers get crit, like, no, no like, I'm talking three critical hits in a fucking row. Like, from full health to dead in, like, one turn. I fucking... I hate that game. I love it so much, though. <laughs> because I, it, it came to the point where I ran out of healers, where I had to go do a, like, money run, because I was running out of fucking money upgrading my fucking healers, most likely. And, like, I'm losing trinkets left and right. I have to run away from battles, uh, because my healers are just fucking dying. The only healer I have left that I've named is Lee. And Lee... Fucking Lee. And the only reason why Lee has survived so far is because he's the only one with crowd control, and I firmly believe that he is the luckiest man in the fucking universe. Because he gets, like... <laughs> when he stresses out, the only status I've ever seen is hopeless. Yep. Hopeless is essentially he passes turns and he hurts himself. But he, he still survives, because he cures bleed, and even though he fucking rips his own veins out because he's hopeless, I can, I can cure him. <laughs> Have you named me anything? And then, if so, how did I die? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, the first guy I healed was the healer that had three heart attacks. Mm-hmm. The second he like, the second guy I named was the guy that killed the healer and finally had our, like, died to a heart attack. Um, it was, <coughs> that, game, that game makes you feel like a piece of shit. The only two people that I've named remaining are me and Lee, and I probably should name you something. It's just asking for failure. I know, right? Before, before I end off, look how fucking cool this shit is. Look at this shit. It's... Just, it is a straight-up fucking GameCube controller, but with a USB on the end. <coughs> someone open that shit up. Yeah, no, someone knew what they were doing with this. Isn't that fucking sick? It feels exactly like a GameCube controller. Here's the thing. It's the most solid GameCube controller I've felt in a while. Well, I, I, I mentioned the Super Smash Bros. tournaments we had at, uh, at, at college. Um, their controllers are a piece of shit. This one feels like it's brand new out of the box. Yep, no, it feels... Like, it feels so tight. It feels real nice. That's <coughs> actually impressive. And, yeah, it feels like, like, it looks and feels like it's unused at all. Essentially what it's showing me is, like, a game controller that's attached via USB. Yeah, it is just, it is not Nintendo branded, obviously. It says made in China, right here. This is probably really illegal because it infringes a lot of patents. But, hey, you got it for a steal. (laughs) Ten bucks. Like, Z-Trigger does feel different, but more satisfying. I mean, the click makes it satisfying. The regular V-trigger, like, V-triggers, well, mm-hmm. Z-triggers just, like, <coughs> they, 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 just, they just press. Like, this is a very that's satisfying actually impressive. I would, I would love to try, like, Super Smash Bros. with that. 
find more of those. Right? I didn't even know they fucking existed. But here we are. See, I knew they existed. I, I knew they existed at some capacity because uh, there's a lot of controllers out there that are USB to that. I thought that was actually a GameCube controller, but someone custom made it to be a uh, USB. No, nope, this one's straight like illegally made in China GameCube to USB controller. Sweet, sweet. I'd like to buy a USB controller and uh, get a welding kit and like fuck around with it because I feel like it's it's not that hard. All you would need to do is like. Uh, attach it via USB, and then plug it in and configure it. Um, but for that, you'd need, like, a computer chip and stuff. Whatever. Well, anyway. The only thing I want to do with this is take the springs out of the shoulder buttons. <coughs> Why's that? Uh, because, like, not only is there the actual spring itself, but then the button itself has an actual spring to it, too. So if you take the spring out, it actually doesn't lift up all the way. So when you're playing Smash Bros., you don't have that, like, slight amount of time to kind of press the entire thing. <laughs> okay, yeah, there is one difference, is that I can definitely hear the spring. Yeah, that, that, that's fair. Um, it's it's That's been a thing for, like, ages, is you take the spring into the shoulder buttons to get the, uh, the dodge world effect much better. I'm, I'm just attracting fluff everywhere. It's okay. Anyway, yeah, we should end off, but uh, I'm a Super Smash Brothers. It's a good time. Super Smash Brothers 4? It's pretty good. It's a good time. Uh, I haven't actually played Melee in a lot of capacity. I've only played, like, Project M, and that's, that's my only exposure with Melee. You know what? I'm going to hook this thing up, and let's set up some Smash Bros. Let's give it a test. I've yet to use it. Ten bucks, by the way. Ten bucks is a steal for that. Like, like yeah, regular, seriously. like if you go to Kijiji, I, I would like a uh, fucking GameCube controller. Twenty bucks at the very least. Oh yeah. Um, and then they release the like Wii versions of of the controllers. Uh, fucking like at least twenty bucks. Ah. Like, Thirty bucks. Yeah, it was it was nuts to try and get a hold of too. Hey, yeah, let's fucking let's let's just end this. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, we're rambly, man. Yeah, it's a rambly fucking episode. Very rambly, rambly, ambly. Bye. Anything to sign off with?